Good morning, nerds! It is I, your host, Jay, with me as always, my stalwart companion, Chris, broadcasting from somewhere inside the interactive simulation known as the Matrix. Wild Stallions! <laughs> and you are just in time for the Just Us Nerds podcast. Submitted for your consideration, two friends, members of that fraternal order known colloquially as nerds. Each day of their lives spent neglecting family and work to discuss the minutiae of pop culture. Watch as these two fools argue the trivialities of capes and cowls, and dance recklessly along the precipice of obsession. They're two nerds who will come together to talk about all things nerdy. At the signpost up ahead, your next stop, the Just Us Nerds podcast. All right, well, um... Chris, how you doing, buddy? I'm all right. You man. doing okay? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, well, uh, welcome back to another episode of Just Us Nerds. Um, I, I've, before we get off with the show we have planned, I, I uh, you know wanted to mention a comment that we got on our Facebook page. Really exciting. Um, YouTube. Oh, I'm sorry. What did I say? Facebook. Oh, fa- yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, this was uh, actually a comment that we retrieved from uh, YouTube. And uh, this was from a, a uh, I don't know if a Mr. or, or Mrs. Uh, Libertas Victoria. Um, I kind of feel like I need to do an accent if I'm going to say that. Yeah. Like Libertas Victoria. Yeah. Uh, that's, I think that sounds better. So I'd like to share uh, some of uh, the, the comments that, that we got. It was uh, related to the previous discussion we had had about reboots. So I'm, I'm going to paraphrase a little here. I'm, I'm not going to read the whole comment. But first of all, uh, Libertas Victoria, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate the comment. And I'm so happy to see you take part in the discussion. So Libertas Victoria writes, cool stuff, guys. My nerd aura Geiger counter just busted out the top end of the gauge. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but when talking about reboots, there are two issues that really flag for me. Jay brought up the money grab, which is okay because more sales equal more funding, which equals more content created and more cool shit. The second factor here is that this seems to be really contemporarily prevalent in DC stuff but it's really creeping in everywhere. Is the rebooting of series and reimagining of characters for the wrong reasons. I fully understand the desire to bring new generations and demographic bases into the fold, but when they mess with a good formula to deploy a gimmick-bound character at the expense of a loyal fan base who might have been securely worshipping a given hero since they were five, that really grinds my gears. Oh, he put in a Family yeah, Guy reference. Yeah. Oh, oh, and I've been doing this thing in the in, a, in the wrong accent. I should have been like, that really grinds my gears. Agreed. Oh, damn it. Um, so Libertas, uh, Victoria, thank you very much for your comment. Uh, you know, and I had a talk with Chris about your your final comment that you left on on YouTube. And and Chris, I want to take this opportunity to do a brief intervention with you. Uh, I'm thinking that perhaps the Breakfast of Champions is not an entire box of Count Chocula. You can't tell me what to do. That's just, this is coming from a place of love. Well, that just gets me to, you know, be able to do things and move cars around and, you know, bench press cars. Libertas, I tried. You heard me. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's jump into our show. So, um, what'd you read this week? Let's talk about what, what we read. Uh, let's see. I was reading the new uh, Batman, Batman 51. Uh, of course, it's Snyder and Capullo again. 
you know? This this issue was, is this the end of their run? It felt, it had yeah, that kind I, of feel. Yeah, I think they said that this is going to be, the, this is their closing, this is their ending, yeah. And and it was, uh, so let's talk about some things that, I've made some notes about things I liked and, and didn't like, and I'd, I'd like to kind of hear what, what you have to say about that. Uh, this the, the premise of this story was, it's a quiet night in Gotham. So it, it sort of looks at the, the question: The what does, quiet night in Gotham. What does that? What does that look like? What What does a quiet night in Gotham look like? And and furthermore, if you're Batman, what is it you're doing uh, on a, on a quiet night in Gotham? Nothing. Probably not. Yeah, kind of, sort of. But uh, one other thing too that this issue did is it kind of showcases a few things of the new status quo that I think we're going to see in in the rebirth, which we, we talked about last podcast which is this is dc sort of re rebranding their uh several of their characters yeah you know and uh it's it's not just a rebrand you know the rebrand like a bunch of them they've they've kind of you know changed around and not not so much like the roles you know but once again they've changed how they look what you know what are their suits like and all this kind of stuff so talk a little bit about the the batman costume what, what i you... i like the new bat suit. Um, at first, I wasn't like very keen on it, but it's we're, we're going to put a picture of that up on the on the YouTube yeah. uh, page so people can okay. check that out. So basically, it's a new fifty two uh, bat suit. Mm -hmm. um, so it's got the go fast lines and all that kind of stuff. No, no outside underwear. Uh, I think th I think th that's um, gone for good. Yeah, I think I think they're they're following kind of in the trails of the movie. Well, except Ben Affleck now. I guess he had. No, I don't, yeah, he I, had underwear. I did, think. Did he? I don't. Yeah, I, I think, think so. He did. But anyway, um, no, no, he does not. No, 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 no. Nope. So they made it to look more like suits, which I like. But they've kind of put more of a influence on like the the bat, and in, has sort of that back glow. It has like a yeah. yellow. Like, so now like, instead of like being like the '80s bat, where it was this big giant yellow logo with the black bat, now it's this big giant black bat with this yellow outline. Sort of a yellow outline. They sort of combined the the two. Yeah, and. I'm okay with it. I also like that they're doing like inside of purple on the cape, which is sort of a, a callback to his first appearance because the yeah. the original bat costume had uh, he wore purple gloves. Yeah, and they actually they just did that last year where he had the purple gloves where the uh, the apocalypse Batman. So, um, I so I I. Uh, I, I the bat suit, I think, grew on me. I didn't like it when I first saw it. A couple other things that we were introduced here in the series is now the the Batmobile has sort of this more elaborate camouflage, so it it can look kind of like a sort of a hologram kind of projection where it doesn't even look like the Batmobile it looks like a like a El Camino or, wait, wait, or something wait. like so that. So you mean they don't have the the bat cocoon anymore? No more bat cocoon. So no. it doesn't need armor? It doesn't need armor. No, no. Now it's just, you know, it's going to look like a like an El Camino or a lowrider or or you know, look like it belongs in a Fast and the Furious movie. I you know it makes sense to me from a story perspective that you you probably if you're Batman you wouldn't want the Batmobile being spotted leaving a specific location. Well, think about it too. If he's following somebody or something like that, maybe he'll use that, and then all of a sudden he'll flip the switch, and now comes the Batmobile and scares the shit out of people. Yeah, I for me that is such a there's science fiction and then there's science fantasy. Yeah, and that is such a fantastic element. It's so far beyond the technology that of our world that we exist in that I don't like it because it, it kind of takes me 
out of the story when no, you agreed. when you have elements that are. I so actually fantastic. missed that. I wasn't even paying attention to that. I, I kind of just. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, know, I, didn't, you didn't, I didn't really didn't pay attention. That. I was like, eh, all right, whatever. You know what that means? What camouflage worked. That's right. You didn't even see it was so didn't good. Even see it. You didn't even see it happen. So it might have um, happened. So all right. So you know, we talked about the the appearance of it. Uh, the story itself. Uh, I you know while I didn't like some of you know some of the the changes they made like with the, the Batmobile. Uh, I did enjoy seeing a Batman that was, in my opinion, more true to the essence of the character. Yeah, I, I did see that. I, I finally see them coming back to their roots about this, and I really like that. And, and the essence, again, you know, for those of you that aren't know what I'm talking about, the essence is this is a although he uses theatricality to frighten his enemies at his core. This is a man who cares about people. Right, and he cares about his city. I mean, that's why he does this. And and I think that's most evident in the scene where he's talking with a black guy who knows what's causing yep. what is causing it and if you're Batman, your automatic assumption is that somebody's he, up to doing something. Yes. Strange things are afoot at the Circle K. That's right. Gotham City. Uh, you like that? I can work in another Bill and another Bill and Ted well, see, reference. Yeah, because you did the Matrix, so that's why I did it. I know. Yeah. Did, okay, I, I want to make sure. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I want to make sure it's clarified, so it's the nerds all, didn't yell at me. It's all Keanu, man. It's all right. I know where you were going right. with that. Anyway, man. but uh, so there's a blackout, and so Batman's looking for the cause of of this, and he can't find it. Uh, Nobody paid their FPL bill. I, I suppose, yeah. And he has this exchange with this this man that he finds that that was uh, was at one point a criminal who Batman had busted earlier, and, and he thanks him. You know, yeah, for actually busting him because you don't remember me, but you know, I want to thank you. Yeah, yeah, you changed my life. And and it's moments like those that really define what the character is about. He's not just he's not the Punisher. He's not just doling out uh, this you know primitive justice. No, agreed. He does what he does because he cares about people and cares about the city. Like he says, he doesn't want anything to happen. What happened to him? Yeah. So. Yeah, so I, I uh, some of the the complaints aside, I'd say overall I like this issue. I didn't love it. I would say probably I would give it maybe a, a B minus. Now is this going to be a whole run or is this just the final chapter of this? I think that I mean this issue felt a lot like it was sort of Capullo and Snyder sort of capping saying off goodbye. their saying goodbye. Yeah, kind of capping off their their run. So well, we'll take a look. It, it's um, worth worth a look. I mean, you can and of course you can find it at Comicsology. Uh, it's available for digital download, but or if you really want to, you know, support the comic book world, you need to go and buy actual physical copies. You're saying if you don't want to kill the industry, Chris, please. All right, yeah, all right. Chris has given me the the hairy eyeball right yes. now because I, I buy my comics digital and I'm I'm killing the industry. Okay, all right. Well, um, let's move on uh, from what you read this week to now our movie talk section. Yeah, and we have something very special. Plan for you folks today for our movie talk section. Do you want to talk about it or do you want me to? Nah, go ahead. You want me to do it? Okay. So, in honor of a very special movie which comes out today, May 6th, and what is that movie? That'd be Civil War. Civil War. We are going to have our own mini Civil War right here on the Justice Nerds podcast. I want to be the North. They won. Ugh. Damn it! Uh, <laughs> why do I have to be the slavery side? Uh, it sucks. Um, no, what we're going to do is we are going to debate. Each of us is going to pick either Team Captain well, America. Well, we're not going to pick. Oh, well, okay. All right, all right. We're going to let fate decide. That's right. We are going to... Uh, one of us is going to debate the Captain America side, and one of us is going to ba- debate the Iron Man side, but here's the catch. Neither one of us knows yet which side we're going to debate. No, we are leaving that up to fate. We are going to flip a coin, and then whoever gets Team Cap has to argue Team Cap's side, and whoever 
argue uh, gets Team Iron Man has to argue Team Iron Man side. And now, the... are we gonna argue the registration, or are we gonna register argue about the? That's a very good question. Okay, so I'm basing this on what we know about the movie so far. Okay. So as far as w- what we know is. The central conflict of civil war is the Sokovia Act, sure, which is an act that is uh, represents not, not allowing people to lift up a giant city as an island and drop it back on its face. I'm assuming there may be a line item about that. Yes, just, but the, just oh, saying. My my sense of the act is that it is about the registration and management of superpowered or enhanced, if you will, metahumans. Metahumans, okay? So uh, the Sokovia Accord basically would say that metahumans, enhanced humans, are not able to take action around the world without the sanction of the United Nations. All right, you ready? Okay. So, uh, and then, so how do you want this at, to work? At the end of this, I want to hear from the audience who they think won the debate. So let's say uh, Team Captain America uh-huh, is going to be uh-huh. heads for Captain America. Okay. Tales for Tony Stark, right. Iron Man, okay. You look really prepared, like you have notes. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to brag, but I did take debate in high school, so, you know, I am a bit uh, familiar with the, uh, you know, the art of forensic uh, discussion, so, you know. Huh. What about you, Chris? I, uh, I was, I was busy having girlfriends and playing sports, but... That sounds like that was fun, too. That, that was fun, too, but, you know, playing D&D on the weekends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, All right. And, and just to sum up so we're, we're clear, Cap's argument is basically going to be the safest hands are still our own. Yeah. And yeah. Iron Man's argument is going to be we need to be put in check. Yeah. Okay? Okay. All right, so heads for Team Cap. Okay. Tails for Team Iron Man. All right, so Which, we, uh, we'll do it for you, or do you do it for me? Well, why don't you just flip and whatever you? Well, I tell you That's what, what I'm saying. Do you want me to flip, or do you want to flip? I'll flip. You'll flip. All right, see, I can flip coins. All right, you. I fl- can't uh, debate. Uh, but all right, I can flip coins. <laughs> all right, you flip, and whatever it is that it lands, do you, is or, mine. You, well, how do you want to do that? You that'll be say? yours. All right, so whatever it lands on, that'll be mine. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. What we got? Team, all right, all right, so I am Team Cap. All you right. are Team Iron Man. Good, because I was actually preparing a battle about this today. All right, awesome. Let okay. me go and get my lawyer stuff with all my right. suit and tie. Channel your inner Matt Murdock. All right, you, you want to go first or you want me to go first? I can't see a thing. I'm Matt Murdock. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. all right, so... <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, I suspect, I, I suspect, oh my god, see, look at this, terrible. Your Honor! Uh, objection! Objection. Briefcase! I submit the following for your consideration. The superhero community does not need oversight. It does not need the management of government. Consider, if you will, that S.H.I.E.L.D., the espionage, uh, organization that was responsible for security for the entire world was recently infiltrated by Hydra, a neo-Nazi, neo-fascist organization, uh, I don't see how we can justify uh, putting control of uh, our world's metahumans in the hands of governments which can easily be corrupted, which can be corrupted by external forces. Governments are only as perfect as the officials they elect. Uh, And furthermore, I would say that you 
cannot legislate the actions of independent citizens and free expression. Uh, so if I want to go to a foreign country and punch a person in the face, it is my God-given right to do so without habeas corpus or uh, uh, flag flagrante delectum. So uh, in, in conclusion, I America. say America. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen of the internet, here, here's my question for you. Are we really safe with these superhuman beings? I don't believe so. In the past three battles that we have had, we have lost pretty much the entire city of New York. We have lost probably a good portion of Washington, D.C. of a big issue. Okay? They, they are now up in arms. And then we have, you know, this poor third world country that a menacing robot that your superheroes created who have decided to play their own god. And in doing so, lifts this entire third world country up on side, flips it upside down like a pancake and drops it down and kills everybody there. I say to you, we need some form of registration. We need some way to stay in check because if not, who's gonna protect us? Who's gonna be the one to make sure that we stay safe? Because obviously it's not the heroes because they're gonna end up probably destroying your town too. Go ahead. Okay, so now, now we, have a, we, have, we, have a, we have a rebuttal. So uh, if, I, if I could point out to my uh, good friend and uh, esteemed colleague, Christopher, uh, I'm assuming you're referring to the events in Sokovia whereby that, that city was, was raised. If I could point out to you that, that it was not the Avengers that were responsible for raising that city. It was the renegade robot known as Ultron. And, and if I may further point out, while you credit the creation of Ultron to Tony Stark, if you will note at the beginning of Avengers 2, Tony Stark even says when, the, when he's confronted by the other Avengers, we did nothing. We did not create Ultron. Ultron was actually a manifestation of the soul Infinity Gem. So, so he's tampering with items that he has no idea what he was playing with. He was merely holding an artifact until it could be safely transported back to Asgard. Who bet? Tony Stark, one of the most brilliant minds in, uh, in mechanical engineering and, and science, who, who better than he to hold a, 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 a potential weapon of, of, of mass destruction was merely holding this. And, and in the unfortunate circumstances would result in the creation of Ultron. And I would argue had the Avengers been hampered and handicapped by the oversight of the world's government, that situation in Sokovia might have played out much more with a higher casualty rate, uh, with greater greater tragedies. Thank you. But yet you're still going to let, you know, these guys run around the world. You have a person on that team alone who is a walking form of destruction. The last time the Hulk was let loose, he destroyed Brooklyn. And, that, and yet, you guys want to have that, but you, 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 you just want to let everybody go. However, we've, we've got powers now that are stronger than, than a lot of these. You have the Hulk. You have the Abomination. You have 
Even you have a god, you have Thor. If he has a bad attitude and he doesn't like the whalers doing that, all of a sudden he is going to start destroying people like he did in the Ultimates. Um, I'd like to, first of all, object to Ultimates because that, that is outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But, but that aside, Chris, I'm glad you brought up Harlem. Let's talk about what happened in Harlem. Yeah, see, it was Harlem. My let's, bad. Let's, let's refresh everyone's memories about what happened in, in Harlem. He's referring, of course, to the events of the Incredible Hulk, in which, unfortunately, much of Harlem was destroyed. But what was the reason for that? The reason for that was because we had a monster loose in Harlem, but was that monster the Hulk? No, sir. That monster was the Abomination. And who was the Abomination? Emil Blonsky. And who is Emil Blonsky, you might ask? A soldier who had taken part in a failed attempt to replicate the Captain America Super Soldier Project under the supervision of General Thunderbolt Ross. So I think we can all see, Chris, what happens when we have superpowered beings under the sanction and supervision of the government. You get a situation like the destruction of Harlem from the abomination. And it was only when the Hulk interceded did we see a halt of that destruction. Thank you. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Uh, well, well do, do, we, do we have another rebut? You want to wanna keep going? Or, uh, no. we, we good? All right. I think, I think we're all right. All right. Internet, you decide. You heard the debate. Who won? Is it Chris or is it Jay? We want to hear from you. Please Write us at JustUsNerdsPC, that's PC as in podcast, at gmail.com. You can leave comments on our YouTube, or you can leave comments on our Facebook page. You can even leave comments on our SoundCloud. We are nearing omnipresence. All right, that was fun. I like that. That, that was, was that was cool. But let us know if you want us to do more of these debates because it was that was very enjoyable for me. For you, uh, for me, it was the for you. pleasure was all over here. Yeah, pleasure was all over here. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's move on to the toy box section. All right. Um, well, one thing that I wanted to talk about was a, a toy that I'm very excited about that's coming out. It's uh, the NECA uh, Aliens Series 9, I think. It's a, a three-pack. So uh, for those of you not in the know, NECA is a toy company. They produce very uh, highly detailed action figures little limited in the articulation, but they're more meant to be like statues, but a, uh, a high degree of detail. Uh, they, mo they mainly make figures based off of movie properties, uh, and one of which being the Aliens and Predator movies. So let me tell you what we get in this three-pack, and I'm going to try to put a picture up on the YouTube and Facebook page so you can see it. Uh, we get three figures. They're about, I think, like seven inches tall. Uh, one of them is a based on a concept art from James Cameron from the original Aliens. This is a sort of specialized alien that we mm. have not seen before. Really? Uh, it's uh, albino alien, so it's all white. And instead of the second set of jaws, it has sort of this very long tentacle that comes out of its mouth. Not the little mouth? Yeah, not the little... No, not the, not, the little, the little not mouth? The, I just thought I might nibble on you a little bit. <laughs> I, want, I want to eat him. Get back in there. You can have some later. No, no, no. That's that's not there. That's, okay. So, so we get that. 
Uh, we get Private Frost, who, if you're a diehard Aliens fan and you really know the movie to obsessive, nigh uh, a savant-level knowledge of it, like I do. Ah, the aliens, the aliens. Exactly. Uh, you would know that he was one of the first Marines killed. Um, oh, he's the first red shirt. He's the first red shirt. <laughs> All but right. Then I saved the best for last. I'm so excited about this. We get Private Vasquez. Oh. Oh, my. Do you, do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, Vasquez. You ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? Played fantastically by the... Oh, can you look that up? Her name first name is Janine. I don't know. I think it's Janine Goldstein. Uh, forgive me if I'm uh, getting your name wrong. Fantastic actress. Uh, Let me look. She plays the toughest nails. Uh, uh, Marine Nadine. I think it's Nadine Vasquez. Uh, I am so excited for this figure. I've been putting together my NECA aliens... Uh, Marine Corps group. I've got He's Ripley. got the team. I've got the team. I've got Ripley. I've got Hicks. I've got Hudson. I've got uh, Bishop. Uh, and now I'm going to be getting Vasquez. This is on pre-order right now at Big Bad Toy Store. You can pick it up for about $62.99. You can pre-order it on Big Bad Toy Store. Or if you, you know, want to not destroy uh, the comic book industry, you could go to your local uh, comic book. All right. You know, you could do that too. That's, that's, you could, that's cool you could too. do that. You but do that. these these figures... Uh, I've only seen pictures of them on Big Bad Toy Store, but if they're anything like the previous NECA figures which have been produced, I I'm just expecting they're going to be a very high quality, and I'm just so excited to get the Vasquez figure because she's she's one of my favorites. Uh, did, did you... Uh, have a favorite marine or a favorite character? In oh, the I was aliens I was movies. a huge Bishop fan. I, I loved I loved the idea of you know the android you know so he, there he is laying in a pile of his goop you know oh, they were yeah. just able to rebuild him right like, even the figure like they did the the reboot aliens figures like in the early nineties uh -huh. and the Bishop figure actually came apart. Oh really? So like he was he was torn yeah, in half. Tear him apart. Uh, that's what I thought he saw. So, cool. so I'm I'm really excited for for those. Um, okay, well, now let's get to our toy review. So, uh, again, in honor of Civil War, I'm going to be reviewing uh, the Marvel Legends Iron Man Mark 46 uh, Iron Man figure. Uh, this figure, you can find him uh, in probably, uh, I imagine now, Target, Walmart, although I'm, I'm thinking they're going to be kind of hard to find now with the movie coming out. You can also, I got this one off of... Uh, I don't think it was Big Bad Toy Store. I think it was actually a different. I'll uh, I'll maybe put it in the comments later where where I got it. Uh, but you can probably find him. You can find him anywhere on, right now. You can find him online. Yeah, he's going to be very popular. Uh, let me say that overall, I'm very pleased with yeah, this figure. Yeah, I is, will say this is a beautiful figure. This is this is really nice. And uh, for me to to get it, first of all, I already own like five or six Iron Man figures, so. Uh, for me to to get this, I think is is a real testament to yeah. the you know how how good a, a figure this is. So let me talk a little bit about the paint applications first. Uh, really nice paint job. Uh, we have uh, you know the the red and and gold, uh, the silver uh, with the silver. It's it's flat. Uh, I so you don't have necessarily that sort of depth. Uh, the uh, sort of the metal red, but but that's you know that's all right. It's just it, it's a really beautiful looking figure. The gold on the faceplate, and I think the the white in the eyes. We we don't have any smudging. It's it's very clean. Um, you know the overall look of the character is just is very good. The the uh, uh, the overall likeness to the, the the movie version is is just is very good. 
I'd say probably my biggest gripes are just with the arch- uh, the articulation. It's a bit stiff in some places. The head can look down and can look up. If you want to do a flight pose, you're a little limited in how far back you can tilt the head. I tried tilting it back and... The, and his the head, head came off. And the head pops off, which is cool if you want to kind of do head swaps and put other Marvel Legends figures. I'm going to put... Thor's goldest locks on yeah, the Yeah, that, that'd be suit. pretty cool. I, I think I would like that. Or, yeah. or the Hulk head. I think I'd rather put a Hulk head on <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, so every part of him hulks out. Uh, no, does not hulk out. Just, just, just his head. Just his head. It contains inside the suit. Yeah, that, that would be awfully cramped, I would think, turning into the Hulk in the, in the Iron Man armor. He'd have to put the Hulk Buster armor it's better than stretchy. It's better than the purple pants. Probably. A little more stylish. Uh, so we, we've got articulation at the shoulders, but that's it's a little bit stiff, and it's mainly because you have these shoulder pads that are fixed on there. I actually don't mind it as much because the other Iron Man figures, you had shoulder pads that would kind of bend upward. Oh, yeah. And it, it didn't give... It takes away from it. it. It does take away from it. This I mean, this feels like if you, you hold it... It, it's for a, for a toy for a for That's like a six inch figure. toy. It's yeah, it's um, it's a heavy figure. Um, there's a little bit of around mine anyway around the uh, the helmet. There was a bit of excess plastic, uh, just just slight uh, that that probably needed to be trimmed off. Um, the leg articulation is a, a little stiff, but the knees it's uh, the knees are very strong on this figure. And they're so double joint like a like. For the other one that I was talking about on one of the past episodes, the Batman one, they're double jointed. Yeah, yeah, and and it's solid. I mean, if you you put this in a kneeling uh, pose, like the superhero landing pose, yeah, he's gonna stay there. Yeah, there's there's not gonna be any problem there. You you have uh, does it have ankle pivot? I think mm-hmm. it does have very just very, very slight ankle pivot. Doesn't so, need much though. No, no, it's it's not gonna be the most dynamic of the Iron Man figures that you have. But I, I think in terms of the best looking, I think this is probably the the best looking Iron Man figure that that uh, we've we've gotten. Uh, one of the real pluses for me, and one, I think the reason I got this was yeah. the accessories that come with it. So up until now, we've never really had a $20 Iron Man figure that came with any sort of effects. Right. And this one actually comes with the repulsor blast effects. That They're really cool. Yeah, they, they, they're, you know, the paint job on those, uh, the effects is really nice. It's You have a bit of kind of a, a frosting uh, along this sort of blue, kind of clear blue uh, color, and you can... Uh, you can so you, it has peg holes in the hands and in the feet, so you can either have uh, Iron Man. If you have a stand, you can put him in a flight mode, uh, flight pose, and have the propulsion coming out of his boots. Or if you prefer, you want to do sort of uh, that hovering pose and have sort of his hands out and have the the repulsor blast coming out from there. You can you can also do that. So uh, it doesn't do the the. The Unibeam. Uh, the no, unibeam, no, you no. can't. You can't. The plug only it one that I look at. I was like, ah. You you also get fist hands uh, oh. as as well if you don't want to have. But who's gonna want hands. those? Right. I mean, unless we, unless you're using the boot. You know. Yeah, yeah. If you if you're gonna put the uh, repulsor blast uh, effects in the heels, and then yeah, you might want to have fists uh, instead of the the open hands. So uh, while the articulation is uh, a, a bit stiff, I think the the paint applications and the accessories make this a very good figure. Uh, I, I give this four out of five repulsors, Chris. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think this is 
uh, like I said, for the, for the money you paid and for what you're actually getting, it's really awesome, actually. So, um, And like I said, you can find this at a Big Bad Toy Store. You can find it on Amazon uh, or at your, your local retailers. All right. All right, folks. Well, that is all the time we have for today's Just Us Nerds podcast. We thank you so much for listening. We want you to take part in the conversation. Remember, this is not a di- this is not a uh, diatribe. This is a oh god, I hope I use that That's word correctly. Big ass word. That's a big ass word. This is not a lecture. This is a conversation. So we hope that you will take part in it. We want you to contact us at justusnerdspc at gmail.com on our Facebook page, on our YouTube page or on our SoundCloud, or on all of them, you know? Uh, we, we really enjoy hearing from you. Uh, tune in next time. We're going to be talking about Deadpool, Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, we're also yep. going to be talking about the Batman killing joke, and uh, we'll have some other cool stuff planned. We kind of make this up as we go. So Yeah. <laughs> we write it like 10 minutes beforehand. So. Yeah, no, I'm, I kind of write it just as we go. So, <laughs> so you're even doing better than I am. So... Uh, thank you so much for listening and remember folks there is no spoon bye bye and take care